this is Blue State Rob, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Same close. Literally the same, same thing I wore yesterday for this show. Went to bed, took all of this off, threw it down, you know, bedside, woke up, put it back on. When I was putting it back on, I was like, oh, I need to remember to put on another hoodie. And, uh, I don't know, maybe a different, uh, hat. All right. So the hat is gone. It's opening day. So we'll go with the tigers. Not that I'll even watch one of these baseball games. I think the world was more, more exciting when baseball was still in that labor disagreement. personal preference i guess if the tigers are kicking ass then i'd be interested and it i don't even know they might be kicking ass they haven't even started playing yet i hear everybody like every year it's the same thing oh my god cabrera it's gonna be a big year for him he's in the best shape of his life and then three games in he's hurt you know uh they don't really count on him that much as far as I understand. I mean, he's still a formidable bat, but the Tigers actually, from what I see huge post all the time, have got a pretty decent lineup this year. But that is the extent of what I know about this year's baseball team. I know that the leadoff hitter is Akil Badu, and he was the guy who last year, uh, his first, he steps up to the plate. He's never been in the big leagues. His first pitch or something like that. It might, might have been his first at bat. I don't remember, but he hit the shit out of the ball and hit it a mile. And his mom and dad were going, yeah, woo, fuck yes, home run. It was awesome. But uh, welcome in. Today's kind of a, uh, a funky day because it's uh, got snow in the forecast. It's uh, April 8th. That does happen. Uh, you know, you pretty much have October to April. Chance for snow. October to April. That's a lot. We're going to get some snow today. Just flurries, no big deal. And then I think that's it. Because Sunday, warm up. Monday, 70 degrees, you know. and uh, but, but like rainy, so still like shitty. So I don't know, man. You got to, you really got to take advantage of the nice weather here. When it, when it hits, then you gotta, you gotta just lose your mind and do fun shit. You can't be stuck podcasting or painting the inside of houses or the outside of houses. Serves me right. The, the, the weather's going to get warm. I'm going to be, want to be out doing things and I'm going to be stuck painting and doing shit that I should have done two years ago. What a dick. God. Holy shit. Thank you for being here. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. 
in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Monday through Friday. As always, you can reach out to me anytime via email. I love the feedback. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. The Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Just about everything in the show is, is sponsored. I got a lot of shit about that yesterday. When I was hanging with uh, Carl from Who Are These Podcasts, we recorded an episode that will be released on Sunday. Uh, had a great time. Carl, myself, and producer Chris. It was actually uh, made available to watch. So uh, on his Patreon, he's finally figured that out. That's nice. Six hours yesterday. Six hours of talking into a microphone. I've never, I've never done that in podcasting since we started this. Not that much time. I've, I've had, uh, uh, you know, and I, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying by the end of the day yesterday, I was like, fuck this shit. I am done. I, uh, I, I don't want, I don't want, I am just pooped mentally. I, I am just fried six hours of, uh, talking into a microphone and then all the arts and crafts that goes along with it. Um, I got into an argument yesterday with a county commissioner because he's a dipshit. And, uh, I'm actually gonna, um, I have to uh, dig that story up again because there is a new development in that thing. But first off, everybody is talking about Tiger Woods. As well as they should. You know, uh, the guy badly injured last year, over a year ago, uh, when he crashed his car. Wasn't it uh, he wasn't paying attention to the road and he was driving too fast? Did, did, did we ever determine that? They, they kind of glossed over that. I think he was a shitty driver. Uh, badly hurt. The leg was so badly damaged that there was a threat of... Um, of his uh, of his leg like having to be amputated, so that's just unbelievable. And now back at it, uh, made it made a return to the Masters, and he had a uh, solid first round. You know, he's uh, he was under par uh, for the first round. Now I guess after today's uh, eighteen, listen to me, I'm like a golf know it all. That's when they will decide who makes the cut. Like if you're if you're if you're um, at, at a certain level, they kick you out. You can't play anymore. Uh, right now, though, he's hanging in. He's uh, one under and tied with several other golfers that no one cares about in 10th place. So you got, they on the scoring, on the scoreboard, they just have initial of first name and then the last name. Um, so I'm looking at the leaderboard and obviously I can figure out who T Woods is, but I don't know any one of them except for maybe well, for one D Johnson, that's Dustin Johnson. And then I think I've heard of S Scheffler. I, I don't know, maybe, but the rest of these people, I don't know. I've never, I've never, it doesn't ring a bell. Some dude from South Korea, SJM. Some dude from down, either Australia or New Zealand. I don't know what the flag is. C. Smith. I, I fuck it. I you know, seriously. I I don't know who these fucking guys are. 
Woods, though. Here he is. Tiger Woods. He uh, tees off today at 141. He's one under. The South Korean dude is five under. Four under, three. Uh, you got uh, four guys at three under. Three guys at two under. And then all these dudes at one under. Handful of guys at one under. So Woods is, uh, is hanging in there. Look great. Look to be in good shape. And uh, I mean, seriously, I give, I give him credit because of the fact that he's so unbelievably wealthy to be focused enough to want to go out and do this despite all of that money. That to me is the sign of, well, a champion, but mental illness. Okay. Tiger Woods is mentally ill. I'm not going to lie to you. If I had all the money that he had, I'm not going to podcast anymore. I'm going to buy things and travel. And if I happen to get bored, I might do a Facebook live. That's it. I think the fact that he's still motivated to participate is absolute mental illness. Kenny in Nashville says, like Tom Brady, absolutely absolutely Brady's even worse because one hit and he could be paralyzed for life I mean I'm not kidding you I mean, he could be badly hurt in that game so that is just fucked up I don't understand it when people get mad and say we shouldn't worship Ash- uh, athletes athletes yes we should because we need to support the mentally ill we need to encourage them to do this so that we can see their limbs fall off on TV Adam says it's greed. Well, I mean, when you're worth a billion dollars, what is the million it's going to get or however much it is you're going to win? I don't know if it is greed. Maybe they live such extravagant lifestyles that they're like, wouldn't it be something if Tiger Woods is living such an extravagant lifestyle that he's like you or me, you know, old school balancing the checkbook and he's looking at it. Well, if I float this check, and I win this tournament, I'll have enough to buy milk. Hang on, I got to drink some coffee. I let this coffee sit for way too long, and it's cooling down. So I I need to slam the rest of this. I'm going to be so jacked. Hold on. Almost done. I got to show you something. You know that uh, you are drinking really, really strong coffee when the bottom of the mug. Let's see if you can see this. Looks like that. Can you see that? That's like mud in the bottom there. Look at that. That is intense. No one can drink my coffee. It's so strong. My God. Um, so that's uh, that's what's up. Woods is the only one anyone cares about. And I've often wondered about if you are one of the other golfers. You, I mean, you are uh, at the tip top of your game. You're uh, some of the best in the world. 
you must get sick of everyone um, following Woods, you know, and that he is the only thing anyone cares about. All of these guys could have incredible stories. Um, uh, they could have their own comeback stories, you know, you could, and it doesn't matter what it is. Woods has um, enough star power that all of the other people in front of him could have uh, an incredible story like uh, whoever C. Smith is. He could, his baby could have died one minute before tee off and he's trying to win it for his baby. And people were like, yeah, fuck you. Fuck your baby. Uh, we don't care about that. Get the fuck out of here. We want Tiger Wid, uh, Woods to win. So you and your uh, four under and your dead baby can fuck right off because Tiger Woods is in this game. And um, though uh, he treated his wife like shit and cheated on her with every American porn star and Perkins waitress, we still love him. We love Tiger Woods. Okay. If you are young enough and good enough at a sport, you too can do whatever you want to do. Okay. Woods, all of that shit. No one cares about it anymore. It's just, it's so forgivable with Woods because of his unbelievable ability um, at golf. Now, if I remember correctly, before his leg almost fell off, I mean, it's not like this guy was lighting the world on fire, right? I mean, he's uh, he's he's won, but he's uh, he's been constantly recovering from various injuries, you know? So, I don't know. For me, I hope like hell that he wins. I want him to win, okay? All these other guys can go right to hell, okay? If Tiger Woods performs poorly and misses the cut. I, I will not be talking about the masters on Monday. If tiger woods wins or does very well, or is contention late, then yes, I'll talk about it. The world rev revolves around tiger woods. Frankly, it's uh, tiger woods, the biggest story in the world. And then uh, dead people in Ukraine. That's it. That's the news cycle right now. Kenny says, LOL, these comments. Tiger Woods is ugly. Tiger is a jerk. Tiger is a jerk. Tiger is ugly. That's weird. How about this one? Tiger is a white guy. Shelly says, we saw him in an event and told his caddy to take someone's camera and dump it in the water because of the click it made. Ass hat. Well. That's only one side of the story. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't qualify that. I would need to hear, I would need to talk um, with Tiger Woods about that. So, duly noted. But I think that that may be a lie. You can't say that about Tiger Woods. You lost your mind. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I have um, breaking news. And um, quite literally, I was... uh, It was five minutes before the start time of this podcast of 8 a.m. And uh, I was sitting here putting the wraps on everything I needed to do to make sure that the show was ready to go. And um, I said, I need more coffee. It was was this. And I went downstairs and I made it. And uh, it's the the Keurig deal. And... uh, did what I normally do, and I hit start, and then I wandered to the boys' room. Now, this is the toilet that 99% of the time now, the Ham's Beer shit cannon fires. And um, if there's ever a mess from the Ham's Beer shit cannon, it, it's when the explosive... Uh, projectiles leave the anus hit the water the water becomes brown splashes up the concussive uh, blast hits the underside of the seat and then drips down these poop stalactites uh, 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 freckles if you will streaming hot wet shit I have convinced him that when he's done, he needs to lift the seat to see the damage and then clean up Mariupol. For some reason, we haven't had a problem in some time. But when I was standing there going tinkle over that toilet, I... I see y'all know what the kiss of Neptune is. That sounds spectacular. I'm getting an idea of what you mean. I noticed something when I was standing there going tinkle. And I went, hmm. I'm like, well, I think that's brown. The location of the brown is a little odd. And it looks somewhat symmetrical, but the location of it tells me we might have an issue here. Now, let me show you what I saw. Uh, I have two pictures to show you. And then my theory. Uh, This is... The view from the toilet. Diana put this sign there for him. It says, wash your hands, you filthy animal. Now, I think there's a zoom. Isn't there a zoom in feature on this? Oh, yes, there is. Okay. Now, if you look over here. All right. This is uh, the cabinet next to the toilet and if you are listening to the audio podcast i'll link these up for you to see this you must see this so he's seated here and if the right hand goes back to wipe his asshole a lot of the times we'll get some shit right on the edge here okay after he does it and i think it's just always something i don't know if he pulls the toilet paper back out looks at it and then puts it back in that would 
be the reason why it's hitting here occasionally. Not the case this time. But I'm seeing this swipe, this smudge, and you can't see it here. But I'm like, is that from my view? I'm like, is that brown? And did he go a little wide with the hand and have something on the hand and hit this? So I'm doing the old uh, true detective Dexter uh, smear analysis. So I got closer. Okay. Here you go. This is this is what I'm talking about. Now these here, I think this is uh, a, uh, like chip paint. I don't think this is shit here, here, and here. Um, but I'm pretty sure this brown smear here is was on his finger and it started to collect here and then a large chunk broke free and then the smear kind of trails off. That's what we have here. In my opinion, my forensic analysis is we had shit on the hand or the paper hit this cabinet resulting in this diarrheal burst on furniture. So now the reason why I'm showing you this, A, it's hilarious. B, it's historic. We have not had shit on cabinetry um, yet. It's been um, on the toilet seat, on the toilet, um, you know, and so I am, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away that we are now starting to expand the shit empire here. Uh, what do you think? Show of hands is this feces. I, I don't know what else it could be. You know, I mean, we're in an area and it's brown. We're in an area where brown things are going into the toilet. And uh, this toilet has a history of being uh, destroyed. So I, I am pretty kind. This just happened. This was, I walked out into this show. In fact, I went ahead and um, I immediately took two pictures and sent it to myself. And I said, we need to, um, we need to have a, uh, we need to talk about this on the show. Kenny says, is it still there though? Ha ha. Kent with a great joke, sniff test it. Jason Schaefer says, do you want another outbreak movie? Because this is how you get another outbreak movie. Um, Fat Butters 9 says, do an intervention. I am going to do that. I am going to, um, I am going to say, hey, I need to, I need to show you something, buddy. I, I hate to do this. Send O'Neill in there. If he licks it up, it's poop. God, Kent is on fire. Need a queen of the forest first reaction. Uh, boy, I can't, I can't quite do it yet. I don't want to get down. I don't want to go down that road. Um. Okay, you must get the quick-release toilet seat that comes off the toilet for easy cleaning. Game changer. Okay, great, but that doesn't have anything to do with the cabinetry that I have that now has shit on it. I think I need to actually say, Kevin, 
I'm going to need you. I don't know what it is. I know I'm actually going to need to, I'm not going to, I can't like be, I need to be firm, but not insulting. I'm going to need to say, this is, this is a dress rehearsal. Kevin, this is feces. And I'm reasonably sure somehow, I don't know. I mean, is it, uh, well, no, he shits there all the time. Of course it's him. I can't get into my own head. I need to be strong on this. Kevin, somehow you managed to put feces on this cabinet. Do I do that or do I just let it? You know what? You know what? I am going, this is what I'm going to do. This is the first offense of feces on the cabinet. And I think we need, I think we need a little bit of leeway with, my brother-in-law, Kevin, with shit on the cabinet. Kenny says, you take him in there, point at it, and ask, what is that? <laughs> okay, no. No. Look, I have come so far with being um, calm with him and giving him a wide berth. His hands don't. This is what I need to tell myself. His hands don't work. He's disabled. He has a spinal cord injury. You can't roll. Schaefer says hard to roll up and uh, roll up an evening newspaper and smack him with it. No, we got to No, we can't treat him like a dog for fuck's sake. Um, Kenny says, I want to know if he's going to play dumb or not. Well, of course he's going to play dumb. He probably doesn't know he did it. He probably doesn't know that he did that. Um, so I need to be patient with him. Um, in all seriousness, he is disabled. He doesn't have feeling in his hands or his arms. He probably doesn't know when there, when that happens. And just thank you. Malicious 1313. I love getting it out with you guys. It's fun. You know, I mean, I would love... To just lash out. But this is my brother-in-law. And it's Diana's last living uh, immediate family member. And we've uh, come so far in being uh, cognizant of his needs and his the hurdles that he has to deal with. Okay? Oh, come on. Hit him with a newspaper. No, devil. I don't want to do that. Yeah, fuck that guy. You drag him in there, and you tell him he's a filthy slob. And then you punch him in the stomach and use his tongue to clean that thing. Devil, I want, you know, I know you think you've got the upper hand on this. And you think that you can sway me into doing your work. But you realize... We're approaching a uh, Holy Week, and uh, you know, there's uh, there's no way that I'm going to do that. Well, then you're a pussy. You cannot join my army until you make him lick up his feces. If you want to join the crew of power, you must make him. Look his feces. 
I won't do it. I know you won't. It's because you're a pussy. Not a pussy. Fuck, you're not. This guy doesn't care about you. He did it on purpose. He actually shit in his hand. And wiped it on there. Because he knew it would drive you crazy. Now you need to go down there right now. And kick him in the face. And drag him into the bathroom. Go do it. I won't. You can, uh... You can try to convince me uh, of anything you want, but I have made my decision. I love my brother-in-law. We have bonded. Uh, and uh, there will be none of that. So I, I am now, I was at the start of this conversation considering doing that. Uh, of, of saying something. And I, I, I all kidding aside, I, I wouldn't be mean about saying, hey, buddy, kind of left a mess here. Eh, fuck it. That would be so humiliating. Just give them a break. Now, if it if it's a repeated thing, maybe just gently be nice and say, hey, you know, this is what we got going on. But eh, just take it easy. It'll be fine. That's what I thought you'd say. Weak as fuck. Whew. Okay. I saw this. Uh, who said this? First time ch- uh, chat from viewer. Face Matronic. Welcome. First time tuning into the Twitch stream. It's so refreshing to say to uh, hearing Zane say shit in real time. Welcome. So glad that you are here. Uh, go ahead and spread the word. Promote it on your social media that your old pal Eric Zane is still alive and alive and kicking. All right. So this show, as you know, just like we heard right there, is uh, on Twitch for you to see here live, 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Monday through Friday. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. You can download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, all one word, and there you go. Follow the page or uh, do it on your desktop or uh, your laptop or whatever. And uh, and then follow the page and subscribe. It's a good idea to subscribe. You hit the big red button. It's a subscribe with Twitch Prime. If you have an Amazon Prime account, that's free. And the reason why is because then when you're watching live, there's no... Um, um, awkward commercial interruption from that they because they they do it i don't do it amazon throws in or twitch throws in a bunch of uh, ads that fuck everything up i mean i could be talking about the most incredible thing in the world i could be announcing that i have cancer and it would be interrupted so you probably want to subscribe with twitch prime if you use your Amazon Prime account, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. You just link up your Amazon Prime with it. It's a perk of being an Amazon Prime customer. Okay, so do that. Otherwise, it's five bucks. So that's up to you. Or you can just watch it free if you're okay with the ads. I don't give a shit. That's fine. Uh, as long as you're following, I need more followers. Thank you so much for following me on Twitch. 
uh, Twitch and Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you by you see him right there. Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. I kind of covered up their logo there and we can't have that. Hold on a second. They pay for top placement, you know. I had to move over my Eric Zane show sign when I was on with Carl on Who Are These Podcasts uh, yesterday. You know, a little PR move. Fuck. The show that we reviewed yesterday on Who Are These Podcasts, it uh, was really, really bad. And I, I don't get it. I don't know what I'm doing wrong because I um, I don't think that what I do sucks. I actually think that what I uh, put out every day is 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 good content. I mean, I'm I'm comfortable that what I'm doing is actually something that you would enjoy. I I I couldn't always say that. Um, I have enough sense to uh to to discern. You know, things now, it's a little bit of a different ball game these days. And when I check out the show that we checked out yesterday, it was so bad. And I'm like scratching my head. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Because these fucks have uh, between 12 and 1300 people following them on Patreon. And, uh, and I, you know, I'm like, fuck, I, that's like six times the amount of people that I have on my Patreon. D- am I that shitty? Am I do it? Do I need to uh, reassess what I'm doing here? Am I doing something wrong? I, that is uh, it's fucking weird to me. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to just quit. I mean, I. It's still a, a very uh, a viable tool for me and helps me, but I'm like, fuck, that is, that is insane to me. Kenny says, six years ago yesterday was my first show on WBBL. It was also a Thursday. I heard so many Cordell and Cordell commercials online trying to listen that I called and bitched at Julius. Yeah, that was my fault. I had so many things going on on that day, my first day on WBBL, that um, if I, you know, I was only concerned about talking into the microphone. And they had me doing, of course, all sorts of fucking buttons you had to push. And I, I forgot every one of them. And one of them was... When you're about to talk, you got to push this so that the online feed can hear you. That was Kenny. I, of course, didn't do that. So it just kept replaying the same GD commercial over and over and over. Fat Butters 9 says, I miss Ben Glaze. Well, good news. I don't know if you know this or not, Fat Butters, but I do a show every week with Ben Glaze the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And we did that last night and motherfucker. Did we have fun? Oh my God. So every week on Patreon, I do a show with Ben with a live zoom audience. 
I don't know of any other show that does this. And we count on the audience to provide, you know, jumping off points and content and dialogue. It's fucking great. It is one of the multitude of reasons why, you see, I'm not really concerned about whether or not my Patreon is good or bad. I know it's good because there's so much there. That show alone is enough to make you want to sign up. You should sign up. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Ben and Eric last night uh, live. Uh, The audio of that will be posted on Patreon a little bit later on today. Okay. Where was I? God, I had some. There's a lot going into my mind right now. Okay. Um, you should add a consistent review topic. You should add a consistent review topic, says Melissa from PA, to get a niche of listeners, like following a specific TV show. Always looking for podcasts talking about TV shows like Below Deck or Real Housewives or whatever men watch. Ah! <laughs> nah, I'll just talk about the NFK wiping shit on my cabinetry. Um, Twitter, at Eric Zane Show, if you would follow me there, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And the almighty YouTube brought to you by Frank the Tank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Okay. I have an update for you. And this, for some of you, will be the second, maybe third time you've heard this. But I don't want to be podcast guy who says, and if you missed it, Go back and listen to a previous episode because, eh, fuck that shit. And uh, I need this for perspective. And this is kind of a, this is a very serious topic, but we have the potential in the community I live in of a race war. Two years ago with the George Floyd death, There was a riot in downtown Grand Rapids. Um, And now we have an incident where uh, what we know right now is that a cop pulled a guy over, Patrick Laoya, on Monday morning. He had a plate that did not match his car. Upon... um, Getting more information, it was revealed that he had to be uh, taken in and arrested. Well, he got out of the car, Patrick Laoya, and it's it's pertinent to say that he is black. And he ran away. The cop caught him. There was a big fight. There was an eyewitness there who's nameless saying, Stay down. Don't resist. This is going to be okay. Well, the fight kept going on and on and on. Laoya was tased, according to what police and reports are saying. He was then shot. 
The officer shot and killed Lyoya, according to the chief of police in Grand Rapids. The state police are investigating. There is body cam footage. However, during the fight, the camera fell off. Okay. Um, as this unfolded from Monday, midweek, the chief of police had been addressing the public. And right away, everybody's saying, release the body, relief, release all this footage. And they're like, well, the investigation is going on. Uh, we have to follow the protocol. The video has to be shown to the family, which as of right this minute has been seen by the family. And I don't know what was on that footage. And, and I, very few people know what was on that footage. Uh, okay. So that's what we know. While that is still unfolding, one of the county commissioners, his name is Robert S. Womack, who has been an activist in the black community for quite some time, and he uh, joined the political world by be- becoming an elected official. Of the county commissioners, he's in the 17th district of the county. Okay? And uh, he's constantly... Um, no, no, I don't want to give any uh, more background on the guy. I'll just say that um, it seems to me like when he goes on Facebook and says that this man was murdered and executed, which is what he said. He goes, this man, uh, uh, Patrick Lyoya was, was executed. And so I was like, well, that's fucking weird. And then the County prosecutor, um, for Kent County is urging the police don't release this video until this is your, everything is done. Don't, don't, uh, bend to the pressure because while you're trying to conduct, conduct an investigation and there's a fucking riot breaking out, that might be a little weird. Let's, it will be released just not right the second. Okay. Family still has to see it, all this shit. Well, that didn't stop the County commissioner, this Robert S asshole to publicly say, oh yeah, he was executed. Now he doesn't know shit at this point. On the Patreon yesterday, which Terry just said, it was awesome when we did this. This is another reason why you need to be on Patreon. You never know when things like this are going to happen. On the Patreon yesterday, I stumbled upon this dumbass's number. Because, believe it or not, he's the general manager of a a local radio station. A very low-powered, you know, Hammenager local yokel uh shit show radio station okay and uh he is on the air at 2 p.m every day spewing his madness well the fucking idiot puts his cell phone number on the website now i thought when I was calling it that I was gonna get hey welcome to so and so radio station uh, leave a message or some shit like that. But that is not what happened. This idiot picked up the phone. Now, all I want to do, all I know is that we've got a dead motorist. We have the police investigating. 
officer on leave and Robert S. Womack saying that this man was executed. And all of his constituents reading it uh, pissed off. And my point was, this is how race wars begin. So I called this shithead, and this is what happened. Hello? Hi, is Robert in? Yes, this is Robert. Wow. Robert, this is Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. Do you mind if I get a word with you on the show? (laughs) Uh, I can answer a few questions. Okay, let me jump in here. I think he has no idea if I'm adversary or in his corner. So I kind of realized that. So I said, well, just talk to him at, you know, before you let him have it, let him dig his own grave, which he did. Okay. Um, it seems to me like, you know, a lot about this incident with the cop. Yes, sir. I know more than most. Yes. How did you get the information that this was an execution? Uh, when you see the video, you will be able to judge for yourself is all I can state on that. And I wouldn't go as far as to say that if I didn't know um, what's on this video. And it isn't shocking to me that after the police chief promised to put the video out, that somehow downtown and they have come out today and said there's a request from our prosecutor to not release it for the investigation. I saw that. For the, safety, for, for the safety of the community, I would not like to wait till it's summer and release right. that video uh-huh. as bad as it is. Because, uh, you know, I'm in my neighborhood. I'm in the community. Uh-huh. And uh, that shit, if, is, as bad as it is, right, right. we should not be waiting for the summer. So you actually saw the video that wasn't released? How did you do that? I, I can't speak on... Um, this video thing, I can speak on this to you. You wait till you see the oh, video. Oh, okay. Sir. So you have not seen the video yet. That is not what I said, sir. I didn't say if I saw it or did not see the video. Well, you said it's an ex- on your Facebook post. I'm reading your words. This was an execution. So you must have, or is that an opinion? Let's say for now. I will say it's an opinion for now. Well, that's my problem because your constituents, they believe you. So I think you're reckless. I'm bad. Sir, you will see the video and we will go from there. Sir. And I did not. You asked me, what do I want to say for right now? That's legally what I will yep. do and I'm, right now. And I'm challenging and, and, you. And thank you, sir. This has been, I, I I'm hope bad. the podcast gets a million views. Hey. And I'm glad I could help you um, do whatever hype you were looking for. I just challenged you. I just challenged you. I just challenged you. congratulations on your show, sir. I challenged you, you and you can't answer. You're a, you were pussy. You asked for easy rhyme. You talked to the main man. Well, that was easy. Motherfucker. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. 
Robert S. So that was my, um, I'm like, well, you know, if you say someone's executed, okay, if you're going to say he was executed, what you're suggesting there, if you're going to say someone was executed, um, there's a little bit more information to this. This is the latest. The um, family now has seen the video as much as is available. Here is um, here is what is being said, and I want to play this, and then I want to provide uh, commentary about this. Okay, so here you go. Family interpreter says video shows the developments today in the investigation of a Grand Rapids officer who shot and killed Patrick Leoya Monday. Leoya's family interpreter says video shows the officer shot the unarmed man in the back of the head. Today, the prosecutor asked police not to release the video yet. Now the police chief and prosecutor are set to meet to discuss what to do. Byron Tollison is here with reaction tonight. Byron. Today we heard from the family's interpreter who was in the room yesterday when state police showed video of the deadly shooting to family. I asked a question. I said, how was he killed? And she said, he was shot in the head. He killed the boy and it was an execution style. We okay. So what he's suggesting there is that the cop said, get on your knees, look the other way. I'm going to shoot you in the head. That's what that's, that's what he's saying. Now, I don't believe that. And I also know that if there's a fight and an officer draws his weapon and he's fearing for his life and he shoots somebody, the person that's fighting with him might get shot in the head. That does happen sometimes, right? Asked Police Chief Eric Winstrom if this is an accurate description. He says he cannot comment because it is an ongoing investigation. Patrick's father, Peter, wants the video out now. He wants the people to know the truth. As a father, Peter don't want to see this happen to another parent to go through. Chief Winstrom told us earlier this week he would release the video next week. But this morning, Kent County Prosecutor Chris Becker asked police to wait until the investigation is complete. Kent County Commissioner Robert S. Womack is not surprised. From the conversations I've heard behind the scene, I knew there would be something happening today to try to suppress that video. I'm bad. Mark Washington tells me the prosecutor and police chief will iron things out soon and decide what they can and cannot release. The goal, making sure they don't jeopardize the investigation. We can both uh, protect the integrity of the investigative. This is the city manager of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Process, but also do so in a way that continues to promote accountability and transparency to our communities. I don't have all the facts at this point either. And so I, I too, am looking for uh, the information, both uh, the video information, the medical information, um, as well as the other accounts of witnesses that are in the area. Washington defends the city's response, saying they are being transparent. We want to get to the bottom of what's going on. We're not hiding anything, and you can, uh, that's evident. It should be noted, it's noteworthy, that this city manager is also a black man. By the fact the family has been. Because Robert's making this all about race anyway, so. Uh, very 
very involved uh, early on in, in being informed of what's going on and this probably uh, has more insight than, than a normal member of the public. He also addresses the concern of unrest returning to Grand Rapids like we saw two years ago in the wake of George Floyd's murder. I do not anticipate um, a reaction uh, like 2020 that was happening around the country. Uh, we have learned from that. We have improved in many other aspects. Uh, for that, we put policies in place uh, since then just for incidents like this. As questions remain about what happened Monday morning and we await the body camera footage, Washington asks for patience. I know that that is uh, very challenging because there's a sense of urgency and um, uh, a sense of, 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 of emptiness right now because people are wondering what and why it happened. The family says Patrick did not have a weapon on him when he was shot and killed Monday morning. Sue. Byron, thank you. Our team will stay on this story every day. We will continue to break developments as they come. Okay. So um, if this guy runs away and attacks a cop and uh, after he is brought down and they're trying to uh, bring him in, on air and on uh, you know, hang on. At LG Energy Solution Michigan, the work we do. You can still try to kill somebody with your hands. And if that was the case, and I don't know, but if that was the case, that could have been why the officer uh, fired and he may have been hit with the in the head. We don't know. He might have also executed him. He could have. That might, may have happened. I have no fucking idea. So all of this, uh, in my opinion, it needs to be looked at Um uh, calmly and you need to you need to take care that all these uh, uh t's are crossed and i's are dotted you can't just say all right let's uh the first step is i'll reach out to you jason the first step is release it to the public i think that that is foolish my personal opinion and i think that robert s has been notorious for this type of behavior and, uh, and, and will make this about race. And that's why I called him a race baiting asshole. As I bring in Jason Schaefer, our uh, resident law enforcement expert. Hey, what's popping? Jason, uh, what are your credentials for the audience? Um, former law enforcement excessive training in these types of situations okay so um what uh what uh, comes to mind for you uh in all of this um first of all i think the city and the new chief are doing a really really smart move by not releasing anything because if they release small little snippets of what happened or you know like a gradual type thing it kind of like riles people up so if they're holding off it's uh, more of a mystery to people, and so I think a lot of a lot of people probably would be like, "Well, we're not going to protest because we're not sure what happened." You know, there's still going to be small contingency that goes out and and throws a fit because uh, just for the racial thing. But uh, for the most part, I think people are going to be calm. Yeah, that's that's. Um, I think that's kind of like best practice, so that all yeah. all in <laughs> one fell swoop. 
almost like yeah. a PowerPoint presentation of well, this is what it's a we smart know. move too because they've got a third party investigating it. They're not doing it themselves, and for them to hold off and say, "Hey, we're going to wait for the third party to give yeah, us a right. unbiased opinion," that's a smart thing. There's also uh, eyewitnesses who saw this, like people right. on the street. So all these interviews need to take place, and those people will be able to say exactly what they saw because they, they watched it. Right. And right. It's from, from their perspective and from their viewpoint, <clears throat> which isn't the entire story. Obviously, no one was there that would have the entire story. I have not seen the video. You have not seen the video. Um, you know, but I can tell you from prior experience and prior training, more than likely, quote unquote, I'm going to say that with an asterisk. More than likely what happened was uh, the officer fought with his gentleman and whatever the family and this Robert Womack are claiming to be an execution style shooting was probably not a controlled or a chosen thing. It was probably in the heat of battle. Um, if the officer uh, under the fleeing felon rule if the officer feels that his life is in danger or the life of someone else is in danger, he has the right to stop the threat at any means necessary. So even a shot to the head uh, is going to be justified under that rule. I think that already the family representative turning to the TV and saying, oh, yes, he was shot in the head. That's all the usual suspects will need to hear. Yeah, to correct. say, oh, my God, this was an execution. Yeah, correct. And the, the news report that I read said that the dad, that they showed the video to the dad. Apparently, they wanted only him to see it. Uh, and his representative and his interpreter saw it as well, apparently. And dad used the phrase, uh, he was shot execution style. Well, that is, that is open to interpretation because if a suspect is on the ground fighting with an officer and the officer's gun is... Uh, up for grabs, which I guess that's the report was saying that his, his gun was out of the holster and the suspect was grabbing at it. If they're on the ground together entangled in mutual combat and the officer shoots him in the head, the open interpretation for that family member is, oh, yeah, you executed my son. Right, right. When in reality is the fact that the officer was fighting for his life potentially. Yes. And felt, hey, this is this is the necessary step. I've talked to him. I've chased after him. I've tasered him. I've grappled with him physically. The next step in the use of force continuum is lethal lethal force. Yeah, well, uh-huh. Eliminated the threat. Lethal force, yeah. Lethal force is the last step in the use of force continuum. And if a police officer is trained properly and uses it properly, uh, that's the end result. Now, whether it kills someone or not <clears throat> is a different story because there are lots of times where people are shot by police. That's lethal force, but they don't particularly die. In this situation... The gentleman died, which is unfortunate. It's tragic for his family. But at the very beginning of the incident, he chose to do what he chose to do. Where is uh, where is what you just talked about available? I haven't seen any of that. Um, like the use of force continuum no, and no. things like I that? Mean, you, uh, is there anything that you've read that the police have released about this that you, you know what I mean? Well, the police haven't released anything. Um, from what I understand, they've only released the video... Uh, seeing the video to the family. Right, um, right. Everything else has come from the family and from Mr. Womack. Uh, and so you have to take it with a grain of salt, the fact that they're not trained, 
they don't understand uh, police procedure and tactics, and they don't understand the legality of of what might have had, had been occurring, you know, between the suspect and the police officer. What do you uh, do? You predict an outcome? Well, here's mark my words. Here's what I think is going to happen. What I think is going to happen is you're going to see very um, limited video, or we're going to hear about very limited video because if the body camera fell off, it's stationary on the ground and it's only going to capture certain video or certain audio my guess is that they were engaged in combat and the officer did what he thought he had to do to end the threat this isn't going to be a situation where the gentleman walked away 15 feet the officer ordered him on the ground he got down and then the officer shot him so um once that happens is uh, but then we just keep our fingers crossed that hell doesn't break loose Correct. I would also predict that eventually uh, we're going to get information that the sub- suspect was either armed with some sort of a lethal weapon or had it on him and it got lost in the battle and it was somewhere nearby. Wow. Well, I, uh, I, I can't wait. I'll be following this uh, very, very closely. I, 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 that pissed me off that Womack did that. I thought that's not appropriate in any way, shape, or form. This is how, this is how wars start. Yeah. Idiocy like that, and he ought to be ashamed of himself. Well, again, it's a smart move on the city's part because if anybody's going to jump the gun, let other people jump the gun. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, if he wants to go off and start making predictions and start spouting off about what he thinks he knows what happened and use that to stir up political support, because that's all he is as a commissioner, he's a he wants right. political support. Yeah. Um, then I would say the city's making a smart move by letting him go ahead and make the first step because he's going to be the one who has to back off what he said. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, you, you, I hope you have a good day today, you know, all right. I will. I hope you have a good weekend, and uh, I'll be out driving limo on Saturday night to Chicago and back. Oh, okay. That's a good trip. Yeah, it'll be fun. Very. I've got, uh, uh, what do you call it, my uh, uh, safety check training next week. Okay. So that'll be on Tuesday with Omar. All right. You all study up? No, not at all. I haven't done anything. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm, all doing right. My, uh, I'm doing motor coach training. I don't really want to drive them, but it's free training okay yeah excellent okay well i'm i'm happy for you and, and be yeah. safe and uh yeah okay tear it up all right, you too well you don't, too, well, don't tear it up all right buddy thank you yeah bye uh, i guess i couldn't i lost my talent on how to wrap up an interview there idiot melissa says i always love hearing jason's take on things He's a very calming voice, isn't he? You know? Yeah, he did a good job there. Thank you, Jason. Uh, The Patreon bonus podcast happens when this one is done. Oh, my God. I cannot believe we have already burned through an hour five, and this is my first ad break. It's so bad. God, that means I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladybug came at the ladybug picnic. Man, man. And my kids loved that ladybug picnic. So great. Hold on a second, I gotta get it. Ladybug picnic. 
Knock, knock jokes. Ladybug 12 at a ladybug picnic. Ladybug 12 at a ladybug. Oh, fuck. We got an ad. Ladybug picnic. Okay, hang on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladybugs came. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladybugs came to the ladybugs picnic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And they all played games at the ladybugs picnic. They had 12 sacks, so they ran sack races and they fell on the backs and they fell on the faces. Ladybugs 12 at the Ladybugs picnic. They played jump rope, but the rope it broke, so they just sat around telling knock knock jokes. Ladybugs 12 at the Ladybug picnic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. At the Ladybug picnic. They talked about the high price of furniture and rugs and fire insurance for ladybugs. Ladybugs 12 at the ladybugs picnic. Oh, and then the, the dude puts the fire out. The asshole dude puts the fire out. We don't need no water. Let that motherfucker burn. That is awesome because it has a kazoo. And that uh, boing boing thing. Boing 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 boing. I remember Jacqueline, uh, when she was two, she would stand in front of the TV. And she's like, no, she's like 15 months. And just, and just go like this. She would just spin her. See me, I got dizzy. She would just sit there and dance to the ladybug picnic. Oh, my God. Makes me so happy just remembering those days. And it chatted away at the ladybug picnic. Better day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladybugs came at the ladybug picnic. And talked about I brought furniture and rugs. I can't take a call right now, but if you... Come on! I want to talk about Ladybug Picnic. What the fuck are you guys doing? And it chattered away at the Ladybug Picnic. Hello? Hey, you're just waking up, right? Yeah. Hey, I'm doing the podcast. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna What's say up? I'm gonna say some lines from something in the past, and I want to see if you can guess what it is. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladybugs came to Ladybug picnic. Da -da -da, oh my god! <laughs> Did I, I get it? Yeah, I just played it, and then I just I pictured you. Oh. With your little uh, Dor <laughs> Dorothy from uh, w Wizard of Oz dress with your ruby red slippers spinning around to make your dress spin in front of the TV <laughs> while the ladybug picnic played. Oh, 
Yeah. And you, Daddy, back, do it again, and have to back the tape. <laughs> have to back the tape up. Do it again. Is it? Is that a kid song? It's uh, from Sesame Street. Oh, it is. Yeah. And Why you, did you just play it? Well, I was counting out loud how many commercials I have. And I, oh. and I and I said, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then I went, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, <laughs> ladybugs. And then that was it. <laughs> That's funny. Why did you grow up? I know. Why did you do that? Why did you do that to me? I'm still here. Oh God, I know, but you're, you're old. No, you're old. Your birthday's coming up. I know. You're going to be, hold on. Hey, you're gonna be 24. No. 25? Yes. Oh, fuck. Come on. <laughs> Jim's gonna be 27. Jesus. Okay. Jim's gonna be 27 on Monday. Yeah. Some I've had two people in the last week say to me that the funniest thing that they've ever heard was what do you think? Um, it involves you. Is it the, the dad? I gotta go. Dad, I gotta go. When, oh, yeah. when, when Jim put the car into the ditch. Yes. And you and he, you were panicking, and I yep. and I, I I recorded it, and and the 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 key moment was the breakdown in communication <laughs> when I said, "Did Jim ditch the car?" You said <laughs> no, and I said, "Where's yeah. the car?" And you said, "In the ditch." <laughs> And then I was like, wait, huh? Wait, and I, and then, Dad, I gotta go! <laughs> Holy shit! Well, who says, did they ditch the car? That normally means, like, did you leave it behind? Right, right. But, uh, but for me, that meant you um, put it in the ditch. Yeah. Uh, that was a stressful moment. It was stressful. Did you have to walk home? No, the tow truck came, and then I think um, I think mom ended yeah. up coming and God. taking us to school. I can't. Then, you know, that was if your child gets in some type of wreck, most people are greatly concerned. I was so happy when that happened. It was not bad at all. Like it was like slow motion, <laughs> like just like slowly went off the road because he couldn't see and then just like slid into the ditch yeah yeah i yeah. have uh i think i have that audio somewhere i think it's going to show up again oh, on, on my lost zane recordings i think ben um uh, ripped it off before he quit across uh over yeah GRD. oh good but i haven't heard it in a long time yeah it's a classic oh my god okay <laughs> so come on home. okay come on home okay Okay, we'll be home. Uh, Mom's in the shower, and then we'll probably go get breakfast and then head out. All right. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladybugs came at the ladybug picnic. Ba-da-ba. Okay, now I officially need to. I mean, before I was only considering it, but I started to do some ads there. And then I got distracted. And 10, 12, 13 minutes later, I still have done no ads.
So listen to me. I am going to do an unprecedented amount of sponsorship reads here. And I want you to listen to all of them. It's very important that you do so. Because I try to make these ads to have some degree of uh, spontaneity to them. So that you never know if something really screwed up is going to happen. Like, I could very easily get uh, go off on a tangent similar to what I just did. And you won't know because if you're listening to the audio podcast later, you'll have hit fast forward. Oh, yeah, it's just, it's just get to the next story. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. But I'm going to give you many of them right now. I'm going to give you six in a row. And I've, I've never done that. But this is the type of loopy, wacky, silly, nonsensical uh, a panorama of changes day that this is going to be. And I've got 46 minutes of time left to talk to you. So something's got to give. Okay. So for 46 minutes, I must get in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 sponsor reads. On the Eric Zane podcast. Ba da ba. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Sponsor reads on the Eric Zane podcast. Ba da ba da ba 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 da da ba 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 da ba 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 da 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 of the great flooring giveaway number three. If you or someone you know or love could use a uh, boost emotionally, mentally with new flooring, I know that sounds crazy, but that would be exceptional for someone. I want you to reach out to me and give me your story. And yes, by all means, nominate yourself. I know that that must be terribly difficult for you having to say, yeah, uh, life sucks right now. And if you installed or if uh, Ben installed new flooring for free, that'd make us feel great. And we need a break. I've got a million and one things that are on my mind right now, like this, that, and the other thing. The last thing I need to be worried about is the flooring in this household. And Bennett Flooring Installation, Jacob and Jason did this all on their own. I had nothing to do with it. I'm just talking about it and encouraging you to send me an email of why this would really, really help. I have many people that have sent them in and we will be scrutinizing them as the days approach. And then we will announce a winner for the Easter great flooring giveaway. He has risen with flooring. Uh, Bennett Flooring Installation. If you need something otherwise, uh, if you're kind of like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm not going to do that. But, uh, hey, I definitely need someone to install this flooring. Reach out to Bennett, 616-318-0167. Uh, call or text, and they will be able to help you at Bennett Flooring Installation. All right. The flooring that I want you to uh, install I need you to buy it locally at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. The main showroom is uh, in downtown Granville across from Striders. And uh, it's beautiful. It's awesome. Magnificent looking people work there. Now, if you really want to save money, though, you go down the street 
to where the mongoloids work at the discount outlet. Kent dropped the E, add the U, and his Armenian sidekick, Aram, worked there. Now, Armenians do the work of 10 men. They're stronger than everyone else, so he doesn't need anybody else. Now, these two are not handsome. Okay, I'm just going to say that. But that's okay, because they're going to give you the best price possible on flooring. They run the discount outlet of Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home. Ugly building, ugly employees, great discounts. That's what they told me they wanted their slug line to be. I'm just kidding. I hope that didn't piss them off. But anyway, seriously, it's a big giant pole barn behind Little Caesars. The lowest price for flooring, I promise you. Because Darwin, who works in the Beautiful People store, buys tons of it by the 53-foot trailer full. And then Kent and Aram have to fucking pull it out of there and set it up and sell it to you for deep discounts because there's so much of it. They buy it cheap, sell it to you cheap. And on top of that, you mention Eric Zane, also an ugly Armenian. You save an additional 10% on the already low price. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. What are you waiting for? That's where you need to go um, for the big savings. And Kent adds in amen to that. And then he says, nope, we're ugly as fuck, but our showroom just got remodeled. Hold on. Is this Pooh Bear? It is. Oh, no. Are you in like, are you talking to me like in the bathroom? I am. I just got out of the shower. Oh, it's all echoey. I can't, we can't do that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I talked to Jackie. It's all okay. No, what did you have to talk to her about? We talked about uh, Ladybug Picnic. Oh. You remember that, don't you? One, two, three, four, five, five six, six, seven. Oh, yeah. We, we, we tore it up. It was incredible. Okay. Oh, okay, come on. Come on home. We're getting ready. I just got out of the shower. We got to go eat our breakfast. Okay. All right. Yeah, Jackie already. Uh, Jackie already. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have a question. Okay. Why did you do Ben last night? You mean, why did I do the podcast with Ben or have sex with Ben? Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Why did you do the podcast with Ben last night, not tonight? So that I could have uh, uh, the rest of the day free. Oh, I see. Don't you, uh, isn't there a West Michigan Ironman game? You know, it just dawned on me. Um, There is, and I think it falls on the same day of when we wanted to do the hockey game. Oh. That just occurred to me. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was the game was tonight, but it's not. And that makes me very sad because we had those tickets. Oh, so you you, you committed to the game, to the, the Iron Man game? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, maybe I should bring someone else to the, the Red Wings game then. You could. Who's Who that going to be? Huh? Who could I bring? I don't know. Don't bring Dean. Hmm. That breaks my heart. I feel bad about that. Maybe I'll bring Sherry. There you go. There you. Wow. Okay. Well, I you. Don't know. Yeah. There you go. Why not? I would. 
Or Mimi. Yes. Yes. Yes, do it. Do it. You should do it. I think that would be a great idea. Off you go. I know it. I know it, but I didn't, it didn't even uh, somehow, you know, that happens sometimes when you've got so many things going on. Yeah. It does happen quite a bit when you're a cockhead. You know, you don't, we were doing so great. You don't need to, you don't need to refer to me as a cockhead. <laughs> you know, that is at least 1500 clear points. That's ridiculous. I, you know, yeah, I think you're very, you're, uh, your your willingness to shed Pooh Bear points is much strong. Hey, I have not shed Pooh Bear points in a long time, so don't give me that. All right. Okay. Very good. All right. I'm going to get dressed now. Yes, ma'am. We'll see you early this afternoon. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. I love you. Oops. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. That's no good. Hello? Yeah, I forgot to say I love you. Yeah, I was just trying to call you back about that. That's another fifteen hundred cougar points. Yeah, I cut you off there. It was it was terrible. Yeah. I felt bad. The second I did it, I felt bad. Okay. Love you. Okay, I love you too. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Pooh bear points going out the window. Bad at bear. Knock, knock jokes. <clears throat> Bosco's Pub. We're going to get together at 2 p.m. on the 30th of April, and we're going to eat like idiots, and you're going to drink like idiots, and then you're going to go and you're going to sleep it off, and then we're going to go to the races at Berlin Raceway. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Awesome place. Drop by for lunch or dinner, boscospub.com. Last I checked, they were open Wednesday through Saturday, lunch to close. Close is late, whatever, whenever you drunks leave. And then Monday and Tuesday, they open up at 11.30? 11. Check. Check before you go. It's one of those two. I don't remember. Burgers are great. Beer is cold. Drinks are stiff. So are the so are the peepees at Bosco's Pub. Berlin Raceway, the season kicks off in a week. April 16th at Berlin Raceway. Get your tickets, BerlinRaceway.com. Opening weekend, the tickets are only five bucks. And all season long is my favorite part. Two favorite parts. Uh Family members 15 and under, free. 15 and under? Oh, my God. Talk about a value. You need to go just out of, uh, to recognize them for that generous thing. that they're, You don't even have to like racing just to say, hey, that's really nice of you. I can do something for next to nothing and go out with my family. So the opening weekend on the 16th, it's five bucks a ticket. 15 and under free. You can bring a 12 by 18 cooler, no bigger, with soft drinks and anything you want to eat. No alcohol, no glass. You got to buy that there. Okay. And so 
that's another way to save cash. This is a very economical, fun event on a completely redone track, beautiful grandstand. They can pack in so many people there. It's awesome. You're going to love it, man. BerlinRaceway.com. I will be there for the April 30th race with you all. We're going to sit as a group. Okay. So get tickets for any and all the weeks. After the first week, the 16th, the ticket prices go up to 12 bucks. Eh, whatever, you know? I mean, seriously. If you're a mom and dad with four kids under 15, uh, the it could feasibly just cost you the price of admission for mom and dad. That'd be 24. You know, if you're really on a budget. And imagine that. You're taking your family out. You're having a great time. You're supporting a local business. It's awesome. Thank you. Berlin Raceway. Uh, Alan at Blue Frost IT is amazing. Alan and Ashlyn, startup company, working for the man for a while, and then they be, they went out and did it on their own. And now, uh, according to all the other IT companies in West Michigan, voted number one by their peers, Blue Frost IT. So no matter what you're doing for your business, if you need a tech upgrade, what you do is you reach out to Blue Frost IT because you may not know what exactly – you know, the changing landscape of tech, uh, what might be the best fit for whatever it is you do in your business. So what you do is you sit down with Alan for a free consultation, take a half hour, and he's going to ask you questions about, so what goes on here? What do you do? And you need this, and you need this for graphics, and this is printers, monitors, routers, all this shit. And then he he prices all that out for you. You were going to buy it anyway. He's just making sure you buy the right stuff, okay? That's his expertise. Then you go... Uh, and you make the purchase based on his recommendation. And then he then sets it all up for you while you do your work. So no time wasted in the setup. Then he's going to be your managed IT service provider, which you didn't have before in case tech went south. You pay him a little bit of money to supervise all of that tech. Pay him each month. That's what I do. I actually do that. He's like my one employee and Ben. Ben and uh, Blue Frost IT. And you don't have to pay for insurance, no parking pass, no sexual harassment, nothing. It's all there. Good things happen when you hire Blue Frost IT as um, your for your project work, your contracted work, your managed IT work. Blue Frost IT, mention it to your boss. If your boss is like, the tech here sucks, we got to upgrade. 616-285-50. And then... For this mega round of ads, Van Dyke Mortgage, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, NMLS number 3035, call upon Mario when you need a mortgage, okay? No matter where you are in the United States, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Otherwise, everybody else is uh, is in play. Call up Mario, mention my name, Say that early. See, Eric Zane sent me. I need the red carpet treatment. 231-332-6505. Whether this is a, uh, you have a terrific credit score, one that's kind of shitty, uh, reach out to Mario and he will help you. 231-332-6505. All right. been waiting to get to this one I've, I, I keep kicking the story down the road but um what you have here 
you'll see it, is the Starline Mackinac Island Ferry. It's called the Huron. Starline is the company that has a license to print money because of stupidity. People all around this great country, for some reason, like to congregate in a small little tourist trap called Mackinac City, which is miles of uh, mini golf, airbrush t-shirts, shit fudge, french fries, and nachos. And what you do is you go there, you play mini golf, eat the shit fudge, eat the nachos, and then you get on board this thing, this ferry. And then you travel on that ferry for like a 15-minute boat ride across the Straits of Mackinac. You see the beautiful bridge, which is more entertaining, looking at the bridge uh, than anything else that you will be doing. Looking at the bridge is the most entertaining thing there is. Then you land the boat on this hellhole island. And then what do you do? You walk everywhere, smell feces, eat more fudge, and wait for about two hours for uh, three eggs and two pieces of toast that cost 50 bucks. Hey, Kyle, uh, don't get ahead of me. I'll get to the bicycles in a second. Kyle says, you can rent a bike. Oh, sure you can. Great. And then ride your bike behind the horses. That shit right in your face. This is so Michigan that people go out of their way to go to a destination where there's visible mountains of shit everywhere on this island. Because some dickhead decided it would be a good idea to bring the fucking horses there. Now, for a person like me who has ADHD, this is an absolute nightmare. I'm telling you, I would rather drown myself than go to Mackinac Island. I've touched on it before. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Okay? Then they have a Fort Michilimackinac. I think that's what it's called. Is that what it is? I don't know. There, there, there's a fort up there. Okay? I guess back years ago, centuries ago, there's a fucking fort both uh, on on the mainland and there's one, I don't know. I, I forget. It's all a blur to me. But not a lot of the original fort is standing. Uh, so what they've done is basically just kind of rebuilt everything. So it's not really that genuine. It, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, silliness to this and then the, you you kind of pay pay of course pay like thousand dollars to walk this stupid thing and then um the 
people that are uh, directing you who work there are they're actually ghosts. Uh, they have an entire staff of actual ghosts and interacting with them is terrible. So you walk in and then the ghosts dressed in their period clothes, it's actually the clothes they wore upon their death are going to lead you through and say, "Oh yeah, this is the old schoolhouse and this is the fort and this and it's just it's so fucking boring." so terrible the only joy i got out of it was when jackie was a young girl and they have uh this like a uh, uh, giant walk through butterfly exhibit okay and uh we walked into there and uh the butterflies just like descended on her and this is when we found out she hates critters the, she starts screaming and smashing them like King Kong's hitting fucking biplanes. And she's just killing these fucking things. And I'm like, no, don't do it. I'm laughing and going, no, don't. <laughs> and she's like, ah, ah, ah. And she's, sitting and she's smashing butterflies on her face and on her arm. And they're like, no, don't kill the butterflies. I'm like, yeah, kill them. It's awesome. Oh, my God. So we get out of there. That uh, was incredible. Uh, that was the most entertaining. I was like, let's do it again. No. Corey says, uh, all right, when they start making it a cartoon, it should become, it, it's, it's stupid talking about the, those tours. Don't play a GD character. Just tell me about the fort. So awkward with those ghosts. And uh, I hate it. I hate it. And um, why did this all come up? Because this boat got stranded. And I'm like, those 144 people on this boat are so lucky. Oh, my God. They should count their blessings. Two vessels came to the aid of the mighty Huron. Um, The boat is actually built with reinforced steel so that they can print money during as far into the winter as possible. And because the boat serves as a cutter, the straits freeze over up there like in June. The straits freeze in June. No, I take it back. The the straits freeze in the middle of August and then they're they're free of ice July 4th every year. The only it's only a 30-day period where there's no ice up there. It's just fucking horrible. And these assholes get on this dumb boat. They break up the ice and they go to this stupid hellhole island where you basically walk in and you're in debt. People who, okay, there have been written accounts of people who have gone to Disney World and then a week later go to Mackinac Island. And then they get there and they say, we thought Disneyland was was expensive this we have now filed for bankruptcy and what you do is you go there and once you get there and after you spend half an hour there and buy spend on the 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 bikes the eggs with toast that you wait two hours for the fudge and all that shit and you talk to the ghost you then file for bankruptcy and then upon filing for bankruptcy um you can either um be draped uh dragged over the coals financially or you die 
And if you die, you become a ghost and you then work for the island. It's a weird type of lost type of vibe. TV show lost vibe on this island. So all the people that you see there most are ghosts. And uh, the outcome is either bankruptcy or you die and become a ghost. But still, these stupid people, most of them from Michigan, like this. They find enjoyment in this. This is a good day for them to travel on this stupid boat and do this. And 144 passengers and four crew members were stranded. The mighty Huron lost steering uh, one day this week and was unable to deploy its anchor. The vessel slowly began to drift towards St. Ignace. Now that's a bad thing too, because if that thing winds up on the shore of St. Ignace, you're going to hear the war drums going off and the flaming arrows are going to fly at you and the locals there will eat you. The only place worse than Mackinac Island are the savages on St. Ignace. So this is a horrible thing. Um, In my opinion, uh, we should have bombed the bridge and the upper peninsula and that Island long ago, daisy cutter bombs and just do away with it because people are dying every single day. Well, the coast guard of course had to send a cutter out, which happened to be breaking ice nearby. Um, all the passengers boarded the cutter. They're all safe. And, Now, my only hope is that they're not too far gone and warped by this desire to go to this disaster island, and they just either um, put them out of their misery on the boat and throw them in the water and let the fish eat them, or take them back if they're not too far gone and let them resume their lives. This is as warped as the brainwashing that David Koresh did to the Branch Davidians. Um, you remember that where Janet Reno said, I've had enough of this shit. Let's blow it up. And it was a wonderful move on her part. She saved many lives by doing that. That was a wonderful, wonderful, um, gesture by her to have the tank drive through the wall and shoot the incendiary devices into there so that those children died because had they not died, they would have, it was a humanitarian effort by Janet Reno and we need to applaud that. That was an excellent thing. Dick's out for Janet Reno. May she rest in peace for killing those children. Um, okay. And I feel the same needs to happen to all of these people who, um, you know, do this. Go to Mackinac Island. Here you go. This is the actual footage, the actual uh, photographs from the rescue. Now, these four guys right here, you don't see it, but they have weapons on them. And as they approach the uh, damaged vessel, uh, the locals get on, and then they were gunned down. And uh, May they rest in peace. Some did survive, but only if they passed the uh, psychological exam of, uh, you know, saying that they weren't really that brainwashed to go there. They were just being held against their will, things like that, so. All's well that ends well. I don't know if you heard about that. 
It was all a crazy, crazy thing. So anyway, those people were rescued. All right. I hate Mackinac Island. My God. Oh, fucking hellhole. Why do you people do this? Why? Why? <laughs> oh, God. If you've never been and someone comes up with the idea, before you say yes, will you please reach out to me so I can give you a refresher course about your impending doom? You do not want this. Stay away. All right. Hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Mother's Day, fast approaching. Be thinking about that. I uh, I promise not to be an asshole. I can actually be very nice to you or to your mother. Of course, I would be sweet to your mother. Come on. Unless, of course, uh, you want me to be mean, but that that might actually break my heart. But if you or someone you know uh, uh, wants, uh, if you want to hire me for cameo, somebody's birthday coming up, I can roast. I can be as as uh, aggressive and mean as you want me to be, and I can be as sweet as you want me to be. It's it's your choice. You you hire me here for fifteen dollars, and I pretty much do what you say. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane's been way too long since I've done a cameo. So uh, reach out to me, and I can even do it live. So I'm like holding my phone up to me. I'm doing it. We'll do it live. And then, you know, you get to see that these are all one take. You know, very rarely do I go, oh, that sucks, and then stop it and start it over again. Because, frankly, I'm the best. There's no one on Cameo who's better than me who can ad-lib something and improv his way through it. No one alive can do it better than me. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Very humble, too. Uh, my policy shop insurance of you, if someone you or someone you know or love is turning 65 or is already 65, what are you waiting for? This is 100% free and it could very likely have them getting more health care coverage for less money. That actually happened to my beloved brother-in-law. 616 Four zero seven zero. That's six one six nine one four four zero seven zero. What do I mean by that? Well, if you or someone you know or love already has Medicare, they might not be being offered all of the things that um, they are entitled to. Frank Fuss is the Medicare Advantage Plan expert. He's all he's going to do is uh, ask you a few questions, or whoever you know or love who is utilizing Medicare, a few questions. And then say, yeah, you, you're missing out on this, this, and this. Oh, and by the way, uh, you're paying way too much for your prescriptions or something like that. My point is, it's a five-minute conversation. It doesn't cost anything. 616-914-4070 today. TC Paintball. Uh, Rick said, shout out to Terry and Beth, who are enjoying the live stream on Twitch. For coming out to the Little League yesterday. Boy, you guys had a busy day. You had the birth of a grandchild. And you did paintball? That's very cool of you. Uh, coming out to the uh, Little League yesterday. That is a 5 p.m. Wait a minute. N- not yesterday. Yesterday was the birth of the grandchild. Wednesday was Little League. Ah, yes. It, it's all, that would be weird. Hey, what are you doing today? Well, we're going to do some paintball. And then uh, our grandchild's going to be born. Wednesday is Little League Day at TC Paintball. If you're looking for something fun to do with the fam at any time, in addition to Little League time, 
You can either gather up the neighborhood kids, uh, friends of your kids, all the dads, the moms, little sex, little little maybe a few drinks beforehand. Uh, we got got some food, some paintball, some sex. Yeah, I don't know why the sex is working its way into the into this bit, but whatever. TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Oh, I see. I see Terry says girls night paintball last night, Beth and Sierra. That's Terry's lovely Terry and Beth's lovely daughter, teenage daughter. Okay. So you did have grandma out doing paintball while you're, while Terry jr. Became a dad. Wow. What a day, busy day for the Terry family. All right, TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Full House Comedy. Fullhousecomedy.com if you want to uh, go see a show. Several venues throughout West Michigan. Fullhousecomedy.com. All right. Let's get into Jimmy Kimmel and the challenge. Jimmy Kimmel in one corner. And the challenger, hold on, before I do that, Dennis is writing various things you need to see up north, the Upper Peninsula. We stay in the Sioux. We head up to Whitefish Point. We hit Brown's Fish House for lunch and then pickles for dinner on the way back. Love that fresh whitefish. Then he says, crisp point light is beautiful as well. Adam, throwing in vermilion point is awesome too, Dennis. Come on, guys. You're taking your lives in your own hands here. You could be killed by these savages. Stay down in this peninsula. Don't go up there. They hate you. They want you to die. My God. All right. Moving on. Uh, Republican representative, the Honorable Marjorie Taylor Greene has reported to Capitol Police a threat to her life. A very famous person has threatened her And she has placed a call to the authorities. She wants action. Now, I know this. You cannot go making threats about anybody, frankly, let alone a public official. Even one who only has pictures that exist of her looking like she's about to say, fuck you. Okay? You can't do that. Now, I don't know if in this case you will agree that her life was being threatened. We'll have to determine that. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene has said she reported Jimmy Kimmel to Capitol Police 
after a joke about her and Will Smith. Uh, Green tweeted that Kimmel's joke, which referenced, he actually said, boy, uh, where's Will Smith when you need him? Uh, Referencing something about her. I'll get to that in a second. She said, so he's making a joke about, boy, for her, where's Will Smith when you need him? So you know what he's saying there, but he's not coming out. He's smart enough to not say, yeah, we ought to smack her. Now that's a problem, but he didn't do that. He didn't do that. He's not that dumb. She she said, she tweeted out, ABC, this threat of violence against me by at Jimmy Kimmel has been filed with the at Capitol Police. She tweeted out. In response to Green's outrage and subsequent police report, Jimmy Kimmel fired back with a joke that said, quote, officer, I'd like to report a joke. Green then told Kimmel, it's not a joke, claiming he purposely incited his audience to threaten her. Your fans called my office today in direct response to you inciting physical violence towards me, she tweeted. It's not a joke. You knew exactly what you were doing. Kimmel made the joke about Green on Tuesday night's Jimmy Kimmel Live. After she tweeted that GOP senators Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, and Mitt Romney, who voted for uh, to confirm Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, she said that they were pro pedophile because they said they would confirm. They were, those were the three Republicans who voted to confirm Brown, who is now um, on the Supreme Court. She hasn't been sworn in yet, but. That'll happen soon. Green's comment referenced claims by other Republicans that Jackson had previously let sex offenders off the hook with lenient sentences. So that was the uh, impotence. Am I saying that right? Impotence? Uh, Or the motivation, I guess, because I don't know words. That was what, that was the thing, you know, that that, kind of came up. The question line started to develop to Katanji Brown Jackson about her sentences on some of these sex offenders because they were like, it is a little lenient. And so then, since you're too lenient, you must support pedophiles. You see how that works politically? Thus, you are a supporter of pedophiles, which, frankly, I think that's fucking brilliant. To say that a judge is pro-pedophile, that is very Eric Zane of someone. And I cannot say that that is a bad um a bad thing that is a that is a great a great thing to say about someone if you don't want them to be uh they're uh, to be confirmed as a supreme court judge i mean think about it if you really want to pull out you've got proof i think that's that has to be looked at well i mean there's no other way to say it but you're pro pedophile so that is That's devastating and effective. So Green said that Murkowski, Collins, and Romney were pro-pedophile. And I have to support her on this. If you're going to indict someone and you're going to use the hilarious term, you're pro-pedophile. I think that's great. 
If you really want to stir the pot, call somebody pro-pedophile. Like if you said, hey, this guy I work with, Kyle, he's pro-pedophile. I mean, that's damaging as shit if you said that hypothetically. So Jimmy took that and said during his monologue, he, I think he's funny. I love Jimmy Kimmel. I've always loved Jimmy Kimmel. His response was to referring to Green as clan mom, which is also excellent. Clan mom? <laughs> yes. If she's going to say pro-pedophile, you, if you're in that shit show, if you're referred to as clan mom, well, tough shit. You can't go cry into the cops with any type of joke. So she's like, okay, call me clan mom. I don't know. That's pretty bad. Uh, he referred to his clan mom and said she was especially upset by her fellow Republicans decision to confirm justice Jackson. And then Kimmel said, wow, where's Will Smith when you really need him. And then that's it. And this fucking soft as shit. This is where the, oh, my only problem with this story is her being soft as shit and reporting this to the police, which it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. That he's not saying anything. His joke is, where is Will Smith when you really need him? That could be interpreted a billion ways. So this is this is all good. She falls, she's so dumb, in fact. She's so dumb, she doesn't realize how much it helps him when she responds the way she does. She's an idiot. Okay. This is the same dumb bitch who uh, uh, spread all the QAnon shit, okay? And then she realized, and then she says, oh, yeah, you know, people were manipulating me. And says, oh, you idiot. You, you got it. Come on now. She's a jackass. All right. So Jimmy Kimmel in one corner, uh, CrossFit clan mom, Marjorie Taylor Green. Okay. Um, as we wind this up, boy, what, where do I want to go now? I've got a little bit of show and tell I have for you. So if you're listening to the audio podcast later on, it's going to be within your interest to check out the show notes. Uh, can't do it. Corey, I'll have to save it for another show. He keeps telling me, watch this, watch this. I, I don't like to stop and, and get derailed here. Sorry. Just we, we have more shows. We'll kick that can down the road. Relax. Jesus. Uh, let's stick to the plan. The video that I want to show you comes to us from a Walmart in what state? Of course, the great state of Florida. Okay. So we got fat bitch getting tased at a Florida Walmart. She's got a knife. The cop wants her to put the knife down. She's not listening. There's uh, the cop. You're going to see from his camera, his vantage. You're also going to hear a second cop, lady cop. This gargantuan behemoth. And that is, that is tough work right there. That is not easy. Let's pick it up right now. Drop it now! I don't know what just happened. 
Drop the knife! Put the knife down. Put it down now. Put the knife down. Put it down. Put the knife. She said, y'all killed my family. Down. Put the knife down. Drop the knife. Okay. Now he's going to put, I think he's got his pistol out right now. I think he's going to holster it and then pull out the taser. Yep. He just holstered. Now, now he's got the taser. <laughs> Look at this shit. Drop the knife. Did you see that? Did you see the fucking uh, uh, leaning tower of Pisa go down? Wow. Drop the knife now. Okay, so how can something that is so incredibly effective, how can it not work on some people? I'm really curious about that. Look at her. <laughs> Stiff as a board. God, I feel bad for that rack of clothes that she fell on. That was the, that was the gentlest fall I've ever seen. Drop the knife now. Ow. Oh. Drop the knife. Yes. She says, GD, she's got a nice little tramp stamp. But this woman is powerful. You know, she would probably be really good in bed. I think I would want to have sex with her just to see how rowdy she would be. What is she, what has she got around her pants here? What the fuck? And is this like a, a is this a zipper that's really stressed? Is that what I'm seeing here? And do they, here's the wires from the taser. Does that dig into your leg? That seems like that would be painful. You got it? Yeah, I know. God, if I was a cop, I'd be very turned on right now. Look at, look at that juicy ass. I'm sorry. I haven't had sex in forever. Uh, it's barbed like a fishing hook. Ugh. God. That seems awful. I would... Uh, getting that out. I mean, that seems... Uh, God. That Pulling that out would be the worst part of it. You know? Um, she needs a kick to the sea. Been tased and confused for so long, it's not true. That was incredible. I love the taser sound. That is incredible. Adrenaline and physical fitness, maybe that has something to do with the uh, taser not affecting people. Corey says, the bigger your body, that's more resistance for the electricity. Well, anyway, she's screwed. She's going to jail.
That's that's the video that you need to see. We will have the asshole of the day in mere moments. I want to encourage you to uh, check out who are these podcasts wherever you download podcasts. The episode we recorded yesterday is going to be released on Sunday. I think at about noon. Wherever you download podcasts or you just go to uh, Carl's website, whoarethese.com. We review a horrible podcast called Blocked Party. And we also uh, touch on Stuttering John and um, a guy by the name of Patty Seacups. So I guess 1% of you will be familiar with who that is. I have merchandise. I'd like you to buy a t-shirt. You can find them at ericzaneshow.com. I have a uh, sponsor that fixes all of our cars. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Irvines.com. E-R Vines. Irvines.com. If you are in West Michigan or the surrounding areas, this is the trusted source to get your vehicle repaired. Irvines.com. Uh, go to their website and check out their Google reviews, and the service is second to none. The price is right. They are awesome. And they've got customers from not just West Michigan. They get, well, they all are West Michigan, but they, they'll go as far east as Lansing, as far west as the Lakeshore, as far north as, well, you know, Nuego, as far south as Kalamazoo. Irvine's Auto Repair. Uh, rental cars so that you're not in the lurch, so that you just basically drop it off. They give you a rental car. That's free. It's not, you don't have to pay for it. It's complimentary. And then uh, they fix your car and you can pick it up, drop it off. Uh, they drop the keys off in a lockbox. If it's after hours, it's all. You can pay over the phone. Piece of cake. Irvines.com. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling reminds you that we're getting close to when the uh, air conditioners can be serviced. 616-516-8579. For A and E, heating and cooling. Uh, Melissa says maybe maybe her shorts were on backwards. The chick who got tased. Maybe that's what it was. Where was I? Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, A and E, heating and cooling. If you uh, if uh, you're looking to retrofit the house with a new furnace or air conditioner, call upon Joe Martinez. He will install the Comfort Maker brand, best in the business. Uh, go ahead and compare his pricing to install the equipment to anyone else. He will beat them. 616-516-8579. If they don't, say Eric Zane said you're going to beat this. And then he's going to have to. Because I told him um, he can't be on the podcast if he doesn't honor that. Or he's out. I'm going to fire him. Not really. He's been a sponsor for a long, long time. Love that guy. All of these have really. Tag accounting. Wow, 10 days till the tax deadline. Uh, don't wait another day. Troy can accommodate you even if you wait to the last minute. You're going to pay a lot less to have Troy do your taxes than anybody else. That is confirmed by Zaniacs. 616-301-9516. Get after it. Uh, you'll talk to Christina or PJ. They'll give you all the information you need to make it happen. Uh, the tax hobbit gets on it and then you're good to go. You can meet with them in person if you want to see him do his thing. Okay. Or if you're like in another state, which he can do your return. Doesn't matter where you live. Um, he can do it. Like he's going to say to you, all right. On, uh, 
April 13th, I'm doing your taxes at 2 p.m. Have your phone ready in case I have a question. That's literally how it goes. Um, he'll file it all electronically for you, and the money winds up in your account. You're done. Then he mails you, snail mails you, your actual physical return, and then you throw it in a file cabinet, and you leave it there for however many years, and then in a number of years, you throw it away. How many years are you supposed to save those things anyway? I don't know. I got these blue folders all over the house. There you go. That is uh, Tag Accounting. So we got a lot of great sponsors. Bennett, Johnson, Bosco's, Berlin, Blue Frost, Van Dyke, My Policy Shop Insurance, TC Paintball, Full House Comedy, Irvine's Auto Repair, A&E Heating and Cooling, Tag Accounting. And that's just one day. That's what we've built here. And I thank you, the audience, because if you did not patronize the sponsors, I'd be screwed. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go over the asshole of the day. Tiger Woods, very strong first round. The update on the possible race war. Ladybug Picnic, Jacqueline, Diana. The mighty Huron lost its steering. Mackinac Island in general. The ghosts of Mackinac Island. Marjorie Taylor Green and Jimmy Kimmel in a slugfest. Fat Florida Walmart bitch getting tased. Covered a lot of ground here today. Who is our asshole of the day? This is a rare carryover thing. Our asshole of the day. Let me see if what I'm writing is matching up with what you, the audience, are thinking. Tiger Woods, asshole of the day. No, are you crazy? Shut up. Uh, Shmoomer Schmob says she wasn't fat, just thick, T-H-I-C. Yeah, you're right. She was kind of luscious. I could go for that once in a while. You're right. I take that back. Thick, bitch. Thick. Thick Walmart tase bitch. Uh, the consensus is uh, from the comments are adding up with what I.